This month, Doctrine and Devotion is brought to you by Legionnaire Ministries. You can sign up for Table Talk Magazine through Doctrine and Devotion and receive a big discount. Stay tuned for more details. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Where you been? Where where, where, where have I been? You, I've been, I I've been around. I haven't seen you in a long time. I've been working. Time. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Jeez, yeah, I was on vacation, went to, oh. went on the houseboat. Another vacation. An, it was my first, second, third. It was there. Can I get a fourth? Can I get a fourth? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it was your first I think vacation was, of the year. And it was a it was a short one. It, it was, was a short one. Just, you know, a just a weekend weekend getaway. Yeah. Nice and fun. It was good. Kids loved it. I loved it. Michelle loved it. It's good. Got a lot of sun. Oh gosh. I just stood out in that sun. Yeah. You could see it. I hate it. Just that. right there. Oh, what do you mean you hate it? I don't like being in the sun. Yeah, you no, I don't. You, then like, where'd you get that sunburn from? I don't have any sunburn. Yeah, right there on your nose. It's all red and <laughs> Puffy. All right, so for some reason, in my mid to late forties, I started getting pimples again. I haven't had. What are you gonna, are we gonna bring it up? Nobody cares. Nobody can see. You're the only one that can see it. I got a zit on my nose. Gosh, growing up was hard. You know, it's like time for a change. Look, so I got a little. I got a little. My wife's like, there's stop. no little. She's like, stop touching your nose. I'm like, yeah, no. It looks like uh, you irritated it. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, that's pretty you know, irritating. Yeah, it's yeah, and irritating. Yeah, I'm feeling a little irritated right now. <laughs> Gosh. All right. Well, you went do you on some sunscreen or anything for that, or like, no. Nothing? I need like, I need like, uh, what do you call those things? Oxy pads? Like you wipe them on your nose? I don't know. I, I haven't been 16 for a long time. Yeah. Well, I'm, I've gone back to it. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. So how, how have things been for you, Joe? Uh, as you've been aside developing from and my outbreak, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's been good. I went, took uh, I took the family into Chicago just for a couple days, um, all day Monday, all day Tuesday. Came back Tuesday night, you know, and we just did you know Navy Pier and museum and mm-hmm. Chinatown. It looked like a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, the kids had a really good time, and uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So. Uh, Came back and so you know I didn't see you on Tuesday because I took Tuesday off yep, and yep. then uh, you were working of course and so yeah, I get to sit down now and hang out it's, it's get to chill feeling good man feeling good getting back into the sixteen eighty nine oh yeah two point two yeah. yep chapter two paragraph two looking forward to it you want to read it uh yeah I'll read it are you sure why wouldn't I okay well you just sounded you sounded a little no I can't tell if you if you got a if you got a I can't could tell if you had a joke coming up here we go no. Well, I don't know. Job? You never know. You I, say listen, things. You are like super like sensitive right now. God, God having, having all- I knew all <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I couldn't get to it fast enough. <laughs> I right, go ahead. No, you do. Okay. God having all life, glory, goodness, blessedness in and of himself is alone in and unto himself all sufficient, not standing in need of any creature which he hath made, nor deriving any glory from them but only manifesting his own glory in, by, unto, and upon them. He is the alone fountain, yeah, he is the alone fountain of all being, of whom, through whom, and to whom are all things. And he hath most sovereign dominion over all creatures, to do by them, for them, or upon them, whatsoever himself pleases, in his sight, 
All things are open and manifest. His knowledge is infinite, infallible, and independent upon the creature, so as nothing is to him contingent or uncertain. He is most holy in all his counsels, in all his works, and all his commands. To him is due from angels and men whatsoever worship, service, or obedience as creatures they owe unto their creator, and whatever he is further pleased to require of them. Man, good stuff. And it's, again, you know, we're in this chapter on you know God and the Holy Trinity, and it's high, high concept, deep theology. Like oh, yeah. none of this is none of this is simple, trite. It is all profound. It is all for me when I read these things. It it's very devotional. Yeah. You know, it makes me think, it makes me pray, it makes me marvel. If if I'm actually reading it, you know, thoughtfully, mm-hmm. uh, it makes me want to worship. And so like, you get to a, a, something like paragraph two uh, in the 1689 chapter two. And yeah, it, it gets me excited about the God who really is, the God who has revealed himself. And once again, in this chapter, we get a picture of God that we, we this is not the God we would invent. This is oh, not, no, no, humans no. don't like a God that doesn't need us. Yeah. A God that doesn't derive glory from oh, us. Yeah. A God that uh, can do whatever he wants with us. That's, that's not what we would generally come up with. And it's not, it's also uh, a God that is not necessarily proclaimed oh, often yeah. in our culture, right? Right. This idea that, uh, well, no, God, God created me because he need me. He was yeah. lonely. He was, uh, we hear that a lot. We man. hear that in a songs lot. Songs and in sermons. Exactly. Or, uh, I'm trying to think of just other stuff. Oh, that that God wouldn't do anything uh, to violate our free will, or he oh, would. Yeah, yeah. No, well, he knows that I come first. Oh, exactly. You know, you are. Primary. He's got to respect me. Oh, before he wrecks you? No, he won't, because that would violate my will. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> he's got to respect your authority. Yeah, my authority. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All right, so uh, we were looking at this, and we thought, well, why don't we just talk about it in three parts, right? Yeah. God doesn't need us. God doesn't derive glory from us, and God can do whatever he wants with us, right? Sure. Why don't you go ahead and start with God doesn't well, need us? You, you know, you already started that, right? God doesn't need us, um, and you, know, you, you see this in the very beginning here, God having all life, glory, goodness, blessedness in and of himself is alone in and unto himself all sufficient, not standing in need of any creature which he hath made. So... Like you said already, God didn't create us because he was lonely. And this like God is just sitting there going, man, oh, I wish I had a friend. God, so bored right now. Oh, yeah, man. G- God is like Joe in high school. Oh, Friendless. yeah. yeah. No, I had friends. <laughs> what are you talking about? He had Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It was me and JD and Scott. That was me in high school. It was me no, and JD right, and Scott. Yeah, come on now. And we would be bored. Your imaginary friends. No, those know. were real. Bob was my imaginary no, friend. No, your yeah. stuffed animals. Yeah, I didn't have stuffed animals. Oh, come on now, Joe. No, I had Joe. I had, I had, I had listen, Joe. I had like, well, you could call them stuffed animals. Joey. But they were more like like prosthetics, like like zombie corpses and like dis, se, se, severed heads. That's the kind of stuff I had in my room. Somehow up. I believe you. You know, in fact, when I was, okay, this is true. When I was in... Grade school mm-hmm. on my shelves were a variety of ceramic skulls. Uh, some of them were wearing Nazi helmets. Some of them what just is were wrong like with you. This, that's what I was into. Like, like you know, Nazi from, helmets. You were into Nazi. No, I was into I was into skulls, and they, these oh. were like severed, severed heads. You of know, bad now Nazis. it all makes sense. Yeah. Now it all makes sense. Right. How, the way you think. Yeah. Now I get it. Yeah. See, You're racist. No, no, I was that was that was dead 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 Nazis. Dead who, Nazis. Who doesn't like dead Nazis? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like you know. So, anyways, people, people, you know, people, yeah, you know, they they paint this picture like you know the reason God made you is so that 
he could have a relationship with yeah, you. Yeah. And and the reason he, he could really, love upon you. Yeah. And if there, there's an aspect in which, yes, God created us to be in relationship with us. Sure. Uh, to a degree, that's true. But it's not because he was lonely or incomplete that, uh, you know, it, he's not Jerry Maguire. He doesn't look at us and say, you complete, you me. complete me. He doesn't yeah. do that. <laughs> um, now, he, so he wasn't lonely. And why wasn't he lonely? Well, like you said, because he's he's all sufficient in and of himself, right? As Father, Son, Holy Spirit, having this eternal communion, right? Uh, in himself, yeah. Like Jesus uh, even refers to this, right? And in John seventeen, where um, he he speaks of the glory that I had with you in yeah. the beginning, right? Yep, you know, yep. and so this, there was this love, this glory. In fact, the Orthodox tradition. I, I read um, I read a book from I forget who it was. Boy, it was years ago. Um, and they had a great uh, this this book had a great take on on the love within the Godhead, you know, throughout eternity mm. before creation, during and after creation. It was it was really amazing, mm. and it helped me to see like you know what God God was not just fine before creation; He was perfect yeah. and content. Um, but his really good but to his plan it. to create uh, really has to do with the manifestation of his glory, which we're going to get to in just a minute. So he didn't create us because he was lonely. Yep. And it, this also means if God is self-sufficient, he doesn't need us to accomplish his purposes, right? Oh, yeah. Not even in this world. He doesn't, like God doesn't need Jimmy. He doesn't need Joe to have a podcast or to lead in a church. He, he didn't. Though he has ordained and, you know. Oh, clearly. He listens to it. It's well, his favorite I, yeah. podcast. Yeah, I, you know, I don't. He gave us a five star review. Did he? I think so. Okay, because I know we got a couple of one stars. Uh, I don't believe that was. That no, was, was that no. the devil? Th- that was. Yes. Okay, he was. <laughs> I think or, uh, or Tijuana Smalls. Either Tijuana, one. Oh man, I hope I would love for him to leave a really awesome review for oh, us. Man. Like awesome meaning one star. No, I mean, no, no. Like, no. I agree. I agree. Hey, I would, I would post TJ that. if 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 you're Please. listening, or if one of your, you know. If one of the 10 people in your church are listening, uh, would you do us a favor and um, leave us a one-star review? Yeah. That would really be awesome. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> I'd post that, that stuff. I'd print it. <laughs> so, okay. So if God doesn't need us to accomplish his purposes, I mean, how do we reconcile that with the idea that, you know, uh, we're called to share the gospel, and without us sharing the gospel, people aren't going to get saved? How do we reconcile all that? Well, I mean, because uh, while we say, you know, God doesn't need us to accomplish his purposes— Though in God's grace, he chooses to use us to do so, right? Like we, right. we get, we're allowed to, you know, participate yeah. uh, in the work of God. Yeah. And I think that, that it's grace, right? Yeah. It's a gift. Um, God, the, the fact that God chooses to do so does not mean that he is required to do so. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I think that it should, it should humble us. It should excite us. God could... Uh, you know, send angels to proclaim the Correct. gospel in such an effective manner uh, and sovereignly so that people are saved and that there's, you know, there's no delay and all of this. But the fact that he's he's using broken, sinful, corrupt, crooked people, oh, yeah. right, and to, to a large degree, um, to preach, to teach, to love, and then to see God, you know, reap that harvest mm-hmm. through us. Like we just uh, we just looked at that passage here at Redeemer in Luke. Uh, chapter 10, where Jesus sends out the 72. Yeah, yeah. Um, And what does he say? He says, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. So pray that the Lord would raise up more. To That's right. To be like, man, that is amazing. So on the one hand, the fact that you have to pray that God would do it means <laughs> it takes God to do it. Yeah, yeah. But he's still graciously using us. I love that. Yep. It, it's, a, it's a kindness. So in the end, what we're saying here, that if God is truly self-sufficient, all-sufficient, not standing in any need, of of any creature that he has made, then it means that he is not like us. He's yeah. not like you and me. Oh no, no, he's Joe is needy. 
Oh, oh, I'm high maintenance. My oh my goodness, says. I'm high maintenance. You are really a high maintenance podcast. Oh, and you're not. You're not high maintenance. No. no. Oh, please. How am I high maintenance? Oh, really? Hmm. Yes. Hey, um, I'm going to ask. First of all, I would like all of you to chime in. Is Jimmy high maintenance? What are you talking about? Hashtag Doc and Devo. Oh, and um, and we'll. I'll try and get Michelle, uh, his wife, to comment on this as well. No, who's am... high maintenance in that relationship? You or Michelle? That's right. That's yeah, it might right. be me. It Your might smiling be me. eyes. No, 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 I got tell it. it all. No, no, no. I, I I'm particular. Yeah, that's what I'm, I say. I'm I like things a certain way. Yeah, yeah, but my, my way is right, though. Your oh, way is yeah. just My weird. way is right. No, it's no, not. It's not. No, it's not. You're just high maintenance podcast wife. Okay. So we then all, we talked about... Huh? Huh? <laughs> so God's not dependent. Yeah, yeah, He's not it. needy. He is not like us. Uh, secondly, God doesn't derive glory from us. Whoa. So, oh. Whoa. Oh, I know. I'm sorry, Snowflake. We're going to have to... You are not the center of the universe. If I, how can God be glorified if I don't glorify him? That doesn't make any sense. I'm saying like that's this is the idea that like uh, because we talk about glorifying God right because and and you know John Piper has done uh, a good work in pushing this idea of the glory of God as man's chief end um, on the popular level Uh, but sometimes there's still a lack of clarity around this around you know how it is that we glorify God how we what God's glory is and and all of that so people it's easy to get confused yeah so uh, the 69 continues nor deriving any glory from them, but only manifesting his own glory in, by, unto, and upon them. He is the alone fountain of all being, of whom, through whom, and to whom are all things. So, I mean, as we're talking about, like, some of the questions, Joe, we're talking about is, like, what is God's glory? So, when we're talking about God's glory, um, Scripture oftentimes represents it as brightness, right, blinding light. Uh, theologians will sometimes talk about it as the weight of God's being. Yeah, the, the weightiness. Um, the way that I've explained it quite a bit here at Redeemer is that the glory of God is, in one sense, the beauty of God, the manifested beauty of God, or it is the reflection of all that he is. Yeah. Right? So uh, who is God? Uh he is what is God, right? A spirit, infinite, eternal, and unchangeable, and so on. And uh, as you, the more you understand who God is, or the more God reveals Himself, the more His glory can be seen, or oh, yeah. enjoyed, or reflected. So I think it's simple enough to say that God's glory is uh, all that He is, manifested or reflected. Or it is his beauty. and Because I think that makes sense to me, and I think mm-hmm. it makes sense to a lot of our people, better than saying the weight of his being. Yeah. The weight of his being is fairly abstract. So then you're using that word manifest, right? So how does how – does, uh... Well, it's not woman fest. That's for oh, sure. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> that was at the TGC conference the other day. That was woman fest. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Gospel Coalition woman fest. Oh, stop Did you it. go to that? No, I didn't go. Well, your wife went. Yes, yeah, she right. went. Okay. She went. Yeah, it looked like a good time. <laughs> so – so how, how is God's glory manifest, right? I mean, I think we've talked about it in two ways, yeah. uh, in his work and in his people. So when we talk about in his work, I mean, I think we're talking then about the gospel, right? We're talking yeah. about salvation. We're mm-hmm. talking about the the freedom uh, and and salvation that we have in Christ. I mean, I think That's I think it. of 2 Corinthians 4. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, let's go, go. You do it. Uh, 2 Corinthians 4, 4 to 6. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, mm. who is the image of God. For what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord with ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. Jesus' sake. 
For God Jesus is sake. at Jesus' sake. Jesus. Jesus. Apostrophe. When it's there's an S and then apostrophe, you don't go Jesus is. You not just Jesus say Jesus. Is. Not Jesus is. No, go ahead. Jesus is sake. Bless you. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Bam. Like, where your eyes are, where the spirit reveals and, and yeah. opens the eyes and turns the uh, this heart of stone to a heart of flesh. It's the it's the brightest manifestation or the clearest yes. manifestation that's, of God's glory, great, right? Yeah. Because throughout the scripture, God's glory is manifested in different ways and in parts, right? So, yeah. um you could say oh, here that, comes a little biblical theology. Go ahead. I'm just saying, it, like you, see, you see, God's glory manifested uh, in creation, right? Yep. That's one of His great works. Yep. He creates um, Adam and Eve. Like there's there's glory all over the place because they're made in His image. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when they sin, break the law, and are cursed and cast out of the garden, and then uh, God puts a, a flaming sword in the hands yep. of an angel to guard it, right? Even there, you know, his glory is being manifested by this work of, of, of judgment. And, and so on it goes. Like the, in, in the flood, we have this manifestation of God's glory in the form of judgment or wrath. Yep. Um, but as you, well as salvation and, and patience. Right, with, with Noah and yeah. his family. Yep. So you, you see, you see uh, judgment and redemption, right? You see condemnation and salvation throughout. So in all of God's mighty works, in... In Exodus, when God is uh, speaking through Moses and preparing to deliver his people, plague, 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 yeah. plague, right? And that is a manifestation of his glory too. But I think I think you're right that where we see it most clearly, most brilliantly is in the person and work of Jesus mm-hmm. because there you have judgment and salvation, yeah. right? Uh, condemnation and redemption in one person, in all of his works uh, for, for those who believe. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's really where God's manifestation mm-hmm. is most clearly manifested so how do we see it though in his people i mean we i mean we talk about like salvation to lesser degrees to lesser degree but i mean i'm talking more like we are that reflection of god's glory right to to a sinful world and to each other right that's why it's important when we talk about community when when it's not just about the corporate gathering which is very important i don't want to try to downplay the sunday sunday morning gathering but there are other opportunities where uh, you get to speak into other people's lives and to share the gospel with your believing friends as well as with your non-believing friends. Right. We're ambassadors for Christ. We are witness bearers. Yeah, not uh, just about everything we say, but how we act, talk, right. our attitudes. That old, um, that old children's catechism for boys and girls, right? Um, how may we glorify God? Right is, mm-hmm. is the question, and do you remember the answer? Uh, hold on, Shh. by loving him and doing what he says. Right, basically that's what it's. That's said, basically right? I remember. I can't yeah, remember by loving exactly. him and keeping his commands. That's something it, like yeah. that. Yeah, I don't know that I could quote it either. Either. Um, so I mean, that's that's a really good way of saying it, right? So in, in all that we do, that is in conformity to his will, and in mm-hmm. all that we do that reflects his character, we are manifesting his glory that's or right. glorifying God. We don't add to it. Because yeah. his glory is who he is. You can't add to who he is. Oh, no, that's it. He is just, he is, but we can reflect that. We're like little mirrors. Yeah. Um, and so when people catch a glimpse of it, they're like, wow, what is that? You know, and, and you don't even have to be a believer to reflect an aspect Ooh, of God's glory. There you go. I yeah. mean, and it to, again, to a lesser degree. And you're not doing this intentionally. You're not doing, you're not doing this. doing with faith. Right. And so it doesn't please God that's in right. that. But people are still made in God's image. And so when, when my dad, before he was a believer, was so patient with me when I was just a terrible kid mm-hmm. um, that his patience and long suffering with me was a reflection of the character of God. Yeah, and he, he was he was able to do that 
uh, because he's made in God's image. So to greater and lesser degrees, we do reflect God. And as believers, we're called to do so intentionally. Mm. Everybody's called to do so. But as believers, not only are we called to do so, but we are empowered to do so that's because it, we have it. the gift of faith. And what we do in faith does please God. So by loving him, keeping his commands, sharing the gospel, which is, you know, all of that falls mm-hmm. down into keeping his commands. I mean, Joe, I mean, there's all, there's one other manifestation of of uh, the glory of God. Well, there's many. There's many. But there's, there's one in particular I'm thinking of. It's probably, it's got to be a good one then. Because oh. you're not, you don't think of like, you know, like no. what's, like, so like if the gospel is the greatest manifestation. The gospel is the greatest. Okay, so what's below that somewhere? What's below that somewhere? Table Talk Magazine. Oh. Yes. <laughs> you know. I agree. Yeah. I concur. You concur. Is yeah. that because you you wrote for it? Is that why? Well, you know, or you've written for it? Yeah. Uh, is know, that why? You many think, times. Many times. No, time. that, no, it's not why I agree. Oh, okay. it's why it's so glorious. Oh, that's <laughs> so it's just, it is. It is what it is. So, so Legionnaire Ministries is sponsoring the podcast for the month, and so listeners of Doctor Devotion can get fifteen months, actually up to eighteen months, if you do the free if trial. You do first. The, free, the free trial first, fifteen months of Table Talk Magazine for the price of twelve months. That's fifteen months of Table Talk Magazine for twenty three dollars. Twenty three bucks. Twenty three dollars. No, Doctor you can't Devotion. even get much for twenty. You can't get Table any, Talk. You can't get anything for twenty three bucks today. What can you get for twenty three bucks? You can I'll, get. Two cigars. Two cigars. Three cigars. Uh, two old fashions. Three old fashions. Depends on where you get them. Depends on where you go. Yeah. yeah. So not not a lot, but over a year of Table Talk Magazine Goodness. every month. Every month. Daily devotionals. Yeah. Amazing articles. And it looks good. You can get it on your iPad. Yep. You know, if they sign up. Oh, good job. They, yeah. They get, they get the whole back catalog, like, for I don't know how many years uh, back. To, back till dating back to 2012. Oh, that's, so five seriously, years back, like yeah. that's that's nuts that you would have access, digital access to all of those years. Oh yeah, for twenty something dollars, twenty three dollars. So yeah, you get fifteen print issues delivered monthly at twenty three dollars. Digital access to current and past issues dating back to two thousand twelve, and an effective plan for reading through the Bible in one year. So y'all, they ain't doing that. What they need, need to. They're not doing it. They're, they haven't been reading the Bible in a year. Table so, Talk will so, help them. That, exactly. So, yeah, you want to head on over to slash table talk and mm-hmm. make sure you sign up and get on it now. Yeah, do that. It's glorious. So, we can glorify God yep. um, through loving Him, obeying Him, you know, keeping His commands. Getting Table Talk Magazine. Getting Table Talk Magazine for sure. Um, but then, this throughout this, this lengthy paragraph, one of the things that's really clear is that God can do. Whatever he pleases. He can do whatever well, he wants. Well, I mean, wants. not whatever he pleases, Whatever Joe. he wants. Joe, Joe, whatever. Whatever he wants. Whatever. Whatever. You're saying anything? Anything. Oh, my goodness. I don't think he can. He can. Now, listen, some people are like, well, he can't sin, can he? No, he can't because that would not be in accordance with his nature. <laughs> but could he lift up a rock so large? So large wait, could he, no, could he create a rock so he big create, yeah, that he couldn't he could, lift it? Mm. The answer is no, actually. You can answer that one. He could not create oh, he could a rock. Not. No. Because that, again, would be a violation of his nature. So anyways, <laughs> try and throw something at me. You can't answer. You can answer that. What's wrong with you? Try right, so what are the other ones? So, so how many angels can dance in the head of a pen? That's not what he does. No, no. And you know, angels don't dance. First of all, that's oh, why that's yes. a dumb question. No, yes, they, they do. don't dance. No, you know what? As dance. Baptist, you are going to be wrong. Oh, yeah? As a Baptist, you're going to get to Chapter have- and verse I've where seen- angels dance. They fly. They, fl- they, they, they Yeah, fly dancing. That's it's, not a thing. Thing. it's a thing. It's a thing. Angelic not. fly dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, like the Fly Girls. Remember that? <laughs> oh, in, in Living Color. In Living Color. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, where J Lo got her start. That's right. Yep. That's right. And Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damon Wayans. Mm-hmm. Man, I could start. Uh, Bill Gates. Wait, what? Yeah. Who was it? Yeah, he was a producer. 
Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Executive producer. He's the guy that spearheaded Bill the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Gates. Yep. Google it. You, okay, but you're not thinking. You're not saying Bill Gates, Microsoft. I am. No, you're That's not. Exactly what I'm you're saying. Stop it. All right. So here's where we read that God can do whatever He pleases. Uh, God hath most sovereign dominion over all His creatures to do by them, for them, or upon them whatsoever Himself pleases. In His sight, all things are open and manifest. His knowledge is infinite, infallible, and independent upon the creatures. So as nothing is to Him contingent or uncertain, He is most holy in all His counsels, in all His works, and in all His commands. To him is due from angels and men whatsoever worship, service, or obedience as creatures they owe unto the Creator and whatever he is further pleased to require of them. God can do as he pleases. Why? Because he is good. Because he is holy. Like everything that God does is good and holy. And it's not because he is conforming to a standard outside of himself. Like there's never, this means that there is never going to be a time when we can look at what God does and say, "Mm, you just did something wrong there, God, because you violated this, this Mm. principle over here that I, I believe in because God, in other words, God isn't good because he does good things. Uh, God is good. good, And therefore whatever he does is good. Bada bam. Now, it, again, we have seen a, a, a communication or a reflection or a revelation of his nature. So we have some insight into what he would do and would not do. Yeah. But whatever he does, our job is not to debate it, pick it apart. Our job is not to um, quarrel. It's like not a right that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, our responsibility is to understand it, embrace it, and respond to it in a way that, that he deems to be appropriate. So he can do what he wants to do because he's God. And we are his creatures, right? Like if you make something, mm-hmm. you create something. Uh, like let's say um, one of my kids creates a, uh, like a, like a like a little clay figure. Now, maybe they created it to uh, strap it to a bottle rocket. Not that we were lighting those off the other day. Oh, I'm actually, sure you I were. Was shooting, I was shooting uh, my boys with uh, uh, Roman candles. Oh, Put them gosh. down in the yards or shooting Roman yeah, candles. Yeah, teach them how to play tag with them. That's yeah, what's fun. Yeah, it's good. They got to have fun. Yep. So – we um they they can do that right they, they I made this clay figure and I want to put it on a rocket and I set it up and, and have it explode or I want to create this and I want to put it on my shelf whether whatever they want to do with it they can because they are the creator they yeah. own this thing now it's more complicated and it's more significant when we're talking about God creating sentient beings right people who are made in His image mm-hmm. it's a much bigger deal the stakes are higher uh, but the principle is the same He can do what He wants with His creatures they are His they belong to Him and we have the confidence of knowing that whatever He does is good. Oh, yeah. It's not bad. And I think uh, adding to that, God can require of us whatever he desires because of who he is, right? Yeah. And so I think sometimes we say, okay, it's not just that God can do whatever he wants with us, right. but there's all the other, the other aspect. God can require Ugh. whatever he requires Ugh. of us. Oh, I know. Joe hates that. Joe's I don't libertarianism like, don't like that. I don't like, I don't like people telling me what to do. Oh, gosh. I do not like that. Oh, it's so awesome. Don't tell I me. I love You could ask Joe. me. No. I you know, don't. and I'll do it. If you ask me, I will probably do it. No, you won't. Oh, yeah. No, you well, Of course, won't. if I get asked. No, you don't. Name one thing. Um. Okay, besides helping somebody move. Yep. Okay, besides uh, that. Picking them up from the airport. I'll do that. No, You're you the won't. one that doesn't do that. Of course you I You refuse won't. to do I that. I refuse. I do it, though. I did it for you once. That was honestly the first time I've done that in years. But Jimmy will send a, a car. I'll send a car. <laughs> Wait a minute, though. Surely your own mother, surely if your mom was coming in to see you on the airport, surely then you would drive to pick up your mother, right? 
I said the car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even pick up my wife from the airport. No, no. It's, 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 you know what? She deserves some alone time. She, you know? Exactly. You yeah. know what? You just get in that, uh, why, okay, enjoy the wine in the So back. why don't people like the idea? Well, first of all, why don't people like being told what to do? Like me, I don't like people telling me what to do. Um, but then like on a deeper level, the idea that somebody can just tell you what to do and you have mm-hmm. to do whatever it is. Why do we reject this idea? Why, why is it, it hard It has to do with pride, control, the mm-hmm. idea of freedom. I yeah. think part of that is is you know we we're prideful people and arrogant people that think that we should be in control that I I know what's best for me at all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the idea uh, like when you when you go into the military, right? Now I was not in the military. Uh, my, I have family members who have gone in and mm-hmm. served in the military, um, and I have great respect for the military. Uh, one of the things that that you learn when you go into the military, from what I've come to understand <laughs> secondhand, is that uh, you learn very quickly or you're out. That you will do what you are told, when you are told, and yep. how you are told, and you and they have to break you down and teach you how to become an obedient soldier yeah. because you're not wired that way. No, you're not naturally. Some people are raised that way, and yeah. so they, it's a good fit. But a lot of people, a lot of Americans, you know, you get in there, they shave your head, they dress you all in the same uniform, and your individuality becomes uh, a lot less important than the group that you are oh, now yeah. a part of uh, because you have a specific mission, task, goal, and responsibility. And so, like, you have to learn not to, like, listen, don't question my orders when, I, when I'm giving them to you because I know what's best. Yeah. The, I have this rank and this responsibility because of my experience, my pedigree. And so when I tell you to go, I need you to trust me and do what I tell you to do. So it's, it's, it's very much like that in, in, a, in a lot of realms uh, of our experience in our life, but especially with God, he can tell us what to do and he knows what's best. And whatever he tells us to do is good. Military can make mistakes. Oh, yeah. Police can make mistakes. They do. Yeah. God does not. So however confounding or confusing it is, our responsibility here as his creatures, especially as his redeemed creatures, is to say, let's do this. I don't understand it. God, this is going to be hard. I don't even know if I can actually do this very well, but you're calling me to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to go. Yeah. Let's get going. And we're not talking like blind faith, right? Like we're not just talking about uh, being naive. Um, and I think that's, that's, what's kind of important here is that even though we're, uh, we're called to, to obey, um, I'm trying to word this right. Cause I know it sounds like it, it's not that you're owed an answer. That's by no means what I'm, what I'm referring right. to, but it's okay. I think to, as, as like you're trusting all this is your, it's a process of, of sanctification and this process of trust that uh, and faith as you're growing in that. Yeah. And the good thing is, is, you know, God has given us his word, right? Uh, yeah. Thousands of pages. You know, we've got, um, you know, 66 books, uh, all these different forms. So when he does call us to do something, like you said, it's not just um, uh, a leap in the dark. We have all of this. We have this great resource that we can look yeah. into to have greater understanding as to well, why is he calling me to do this? And what does this really look like, you know, in, fleshed out in a, in a person's life? And, and how am I supposed to do it? And like we, we have all of this revelation that helps us in responding well to God's commands, right? So I, I think we naturally don't like the idea because of what you said, right? There's pride, there's arrogance, yeah. the concept of freedom. Like I want to do what I want to do mm-hmm. and I don't want anyone to, you know, overstep their bounds, this, right? This is America. Exactly. And really the, the, the principle of America, at least is supposed to be, that the government like stays out of your business as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Right? They're not, Tell them, Shapiro. They're not supposed to be meddling. <laughs> Stop it. They're not supposed to be meddling. Now, 
Um, but when you're talking about God, it's that's not the same thing at all because God owns everything. Mm-hmm. You know, he he is he is not our servant. We are His servants. That's right. So, um, yeah. When I when I look at this, it it's a it, it's a very high view of God. Oh yeah. Um, who it's doesn't need it? It's needed. Well, I mean, a high view of God has an impact on a lot of things, right? The way we talk about God, the yeah. way we respond to Him in worship, um, the way we, the, how we do evangelism, you know, all of these things are interconnected. So a, a high view of God, it, meaning when we say we have a high view of God, it is, it is a view of God that is exalted above man, so transcendent. He is holy and um, worthy, therefore, of respect, of worship, of obedience. And, and like, this is one of the things that um, has been, was impressed on me early on that, you know, these, these small views of God, these, these, um, these views of God that are more man centered, that, that, that forego the transcendent nature of God. Mm. They're not inspiring. They're, you know, the, the, the small picture of God, the small view of God makes God maybe a little bit better than us, but, he, you know, how does a God who is not absolutely sovereign, absolutely holy, who knows the beginning from the end, uh, who can do whatever he wants, who doesn't even need us, yeah, but chooses to love us and to save us and to use us? How, unless we have that view of God, how are we supposed to be moved or inspired to respect him, yeah. to obey him? It's like, you know, if you have a boss who is a total flake and they're, you know, inconsistent and they're not very good at their job. Uh, you're going to show respect out of you know responsibility in the nature of your employment, but you're likely to quit. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, you'll get promoted over that guy, uh, but you're you're not going to be inspired, right? No. You're not going to be compelled uh, on his character. But when we see who God is, uh, Allah sixteen eighty nine two two, then uh, we begin to see a God that is truly worthy, right? Worthy of all that we are. I think that's. That's one of the take. That's the big, the big takeaway for me as I look at this chapter. This well, paragraph. we'd love to hear uh, what you guys are thinking, what takeaways you're getting. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Diva or on Facebook slash Doctor and Devotion. You can head to the website DoctorVotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store JoFoStore.com and grab some gear. Do us a favor. Head on over to iTunes though and uh, leave us that honest five star review. Joe needs it. You know, I feel incomplete. I feel. Uh, not just incomplete. I I, I struggle mm. with a sense of identity. Do you? When I don't get at least one five star review a week. Uh, a week. A week. You I need. need, one, need, I, need I need one, one a week. week. One a week. You know that's that puts gas in my tank to hold my head up high. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're gonna quit the podcast. Uh, and more. Yeah. What do you, what, do you, what does that mean? And more. Well, it means like if I'm not getting five star reviews. Yeah, what does that mean by? <laughs> if I'm not getting five star uh-huh. reviews with you mm-hmm. on this podcast, you're gonna quit me. Yes. It's that's not just not, a podcast, dude. That's not you're supposed you're supposed to complete me. That's not funny. I'm at least a two I'm at least a two and a half star guy. No, you're not. So yes, I am. No, so you're both not. of us five star. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm two and a half. Well, actually, you're three stars. Yeah, yeah. No, you got a half star for the pimple. Oh. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. Nice. Blog on Wednesday's video content went available later. <laughs> Go powder it. Stop it. <laughs>